Monday, everybody. Big matchup this evening between the uh, two AFC New York powerhouses, the Jets and the Bills. We'll go into that in great detail during the show. But before you can look forward, sadly, Giants fans, we need to look back. And um, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the voice of reason today, guys. In an industry where I've heard, you know, say like we are the we're, we're the paid overreactors. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to get out here and be like, oh, my God, it's all over. The Giants are so bad. They should never pick up a football again. That's what we're supposed to do. And if you want to do that, you can. That's not where I'm going today. Elevation, 10,000 phone lines are open to you. It's <laughs> 518-690-0980. 518-690-0980. If you want to do that for us, you're more than welcome to Giant Fan and a bunch of other NFL fan bases and on social media, of course. WOFX980 on X, Fox Sports980 on Facebook, and the iHeart app. Leave us a message there. Go ahead. I hate back. saying X. I still hate saying it. It's still... It still bothers me. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those just like obviously terrible, terrible outing. Uh, just about nothing went right. You can see the flaws. You can see a lot of things. I will I will point out the first drive, the very first drive where the where the Giants come down the field, attempt to you know they do stall. They attempt to kick that that field goal. It gets blocked, returned. The team that missed that field goal was not the team that came back on the field. Like, they they were outmanned in that drive, but they still moved the ball. They The Dallas defense, especially the defensive front, was just on another level last night. Micah Parsons, he, he made himself a very, very, very rich man last night. Like, that, let's be real, one of the things that happened out of this. But... It was almost backbreaking to the Giants. I, I don't know, like, I don't know what was said or if anything even needed to be said at that moment. But when they when they didn't get that, when they had that basically a nine point swing, because you missed the field goal, Dallas scores, they missed the extra point, so it's it's nine points. It should be three nothing, and then your defense gets a chance to protect a lead. The, when that doesn't happen, when it goes completely the other way, that Giants team that came out, it just it it, it seemed to break their back. You said that block field goal return for the touchdown. It felt like a completely different game after that. There's a shot on the Peacock, the NBC side, where Daniel Jones is under pressure, and they zoom in right on his face. And if you've ever played on that new turf, 15 years plus now the turf, but it has those like little black pedals, and they're all over his face because they got the new turf yeah. going. Yep. I wondered. I texted you during the game, LeVac, because it was so lopsided so fast, and I wondered, like, did the Giants wear the wrong cleats? Yeah. Are they having issues like well, running? Evan Neal might have. Evan <laughs> Neal looks like he did. Because the Cowboys were so much faster than New York on a completely different speed. So then I'm like, okay, I know you're not going to enjoy this comparison, but you're going to know where I'm going with this. Remember the Buccaneer Raiders Super Bowl where basically John Gruden knew all the calls and they got three pick sixes? Did somebody on the Dallas staff see something? An offensive line? I was just sitting here minding my own business. That's that was stray. un uncalled for. what it was there for was that did somebody on dallas see something on film they're like hey every time evan neal's left hands on his left knee it's a run and then it's a pass because that's like the new thing matt ryan was doing that on cbs broadcast and i know that's talked about in the chief game as well was someone tipping something off because they dominated new york to the point you thought they knew all the plays knew where to line up it was a complete beat down to the point you wondered 
What did Dallas know about last night that New York did? I'm not saying they cheated. I'm saying everybody got out everything. Out coached, out played, out ran, out conditioned, everything. A complete total domination by the Cowboys. It's uh, Kyle Coward just saw before us. What did he say? Uh, it's not nothing. It is concerning. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to overreact. By the way. Yeah. Colin, 0 for 5 on this Blazing Picks. No! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Colin! Yeah. But Colin, what if I got all my picks wrong? Yeah. Oof. I picked the Jacks to go to the Super Bowl, LeVac, so my mouth needs to be <laughs> shut in the first five minutes of this show because they got beat down Giant fan. It is, I know LeVac led the show talking about not overreacting. I'm, I'm not. You can. If you want to, you can. I would, I'm not. I would be concerned. I wouldn't yes. be. Uh, yes. Bombing the season and get a new draft pick in Caleb Williams. I wouldn't see the season's over. But it oh. is concerning. Very much so, Dallas. Boy, I know it's one week. I told you Dallas was trash. I did I did not realize that defense was that fast. They got a long season to go, but that is speed on the Cowboy defense. Pure speed from safeties to linebackers. And here's something that will get some Giant fans even more upset today. Micah Parsons is the modern-day Lawrence Taylor. Aaron Donald and J.J. Watt are Hall of Famers who have played over the last 10, 15, 20 years. But I'm talking about putting a hand in the dirt and playing defensive line, playing outside linebacker, playing inside linebacker. Von Miller's kind of close, but Micah Parsons and Von Miller are different players. That's the modern-day Lawrence Taylor we're watching out there in Parsons for the Dallas Cowboys. It's as close as you're going to get. It, it, it's not it really better is. than him, no. but he's the modern-day version of Lawrence yeah. Taylor. I mean, and, and I hate doing this because, again, Giants man, you've been through a lot. You could have had him. You had the draft pick before he was taken. You traded that to the to the Bears. Uh, so you 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 could have had him. That could have been your guy. That could have been. You could have had the modern day Lawrence Taylor. Um, but look, you, the concern that's that's real. Reason for concern, guys. Very well put because this is when Brian Dable has to go to work. This is when he's got to get his guys together. Got to see what's going on with Andrew Thomas. How hurt is he? What's wrong with Evan Neal? Like, why can't he make that next step and not even be, I don't need great. I don't need great from you. Why can't you be a passable NFL offensive lineman? Like, what's going on? Like, those kind of things. I heard a lot of hate for Daniel Jones. I heard a lot of hate for Jones. I don't care what your job is. Imagine doing it with three to five, 200 50 plus pound men running at you while you're doing it. Cause that's what was happening all night. He was running for his life. If you didn't have Daniel Jones, you, instead of seven sacks, it might've been 20. If you have a friend or a family member who's a giant fan. Sounds like an intervention. (laughs) It's going to be here in a second. If you have a friend or a family member who is a giant fan and blamed Daniel Jones for that loss last night, I want you to publicly tag them on a social media post so I can shame them on the show today. (laughs) Because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. If they thought Daniel jo- Levac, you've sat with me for multiple years. Yeah. I am not a Daniel Jones fan. Not even I thought close. he was overrated when he came out of college. Wasn't even an all-conference pick in college. And he was a top 10 pick in the draft. That is not on Daniel Jones. Mahomes, Burrow, Brady, Peyton Manning, nobody. Quarterback was not the issue last night. Guy couldn't breathe in the pocket last night. And by the way, they scored zero. Okay, like right. Saquon's back there. The receivers are kind of fresh. That's not a Daniel Jones loss last night. There might be some this season. Long season still left to go. But that's 
far more about Dallas's dominating defense and special teams mistakes and not having the speed. That was not a Daniel Jones loss last night. Well, and here's the other thing, too. As much as the defense is not for the Giants, isn't 100% what I what you wanted it to be kind of thing. It wasn't wasn't the defense. No passing touchdowns. Dak Prescott had what, 160 yards passing. You had three rushing touchdowns, but by then it was already kind of over. You know, this was the defense and special teams of the Dallas Cowboys slapped the daylights out of the New York Giants. New York Giants defense, believe it or not, wasn't terrible. If I told you that, it, hell, if this game was 21 nothing, as much as that would stink, you'd probably be like, all right, it's embarrassing, I'm upset. But this was, I mean, this was really bad. This was, this was terrifying. So I get it. I'm not trying to, I'm, I don't want to overreact. Again, it all comes down to the next game for the Giants. If, you know, the, the stinker, the proverbial stinker has happened. Do you bury the football? Do you, you know, do you burn the tapes? Do you make a proclamation at this exact moment in time that in next year's draft, you will only draft offensive linemen? I don't like, I, any of those things are good. You, there's a decent chance you look really good in Arizona next week. Arizona put out a fight against Washington. Don't get me wrong. Guys, you called it. You thought that that would be a way better game than it was. I didn't even think they belonged on the field with them. It, it, it was a better game. They're going to give you an effort. In the in the words of what Chris Canty, form, former New York Giant, they get paid too. So, like, it's not going to be a walkaway win now. But the, you should be able to fix some of these ills against the Cardinals. So don't freak out. You're back to 500. Cowboys, it's it's 40 nothing, but it still counts as one loss. I'm going to ask you this question today, Friday, and Sunday when we're back at Rivers Casino. I'm going to ask you this three times, and you're allowed to change your answer. Give me an answer three different times on three different days. And Giant fan, again, your fellow fans, I want you to ask yourself this a few times. Levac said something there. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase. He said, if they look good against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. The term good is a relative term like fat, skinny, tall, short, fast, slow. Push. I'm going to push you a little bit on this. What will be considered good for the New York Giants in a week two? Like, what do Giant fans want? Does it need to be a 35-point win because they're that much better than Arizona and Arizona stinks? Do they need to just be better than whatever that was last night? What is good in week two now for the New York Giants? I think your offense has time to do some of the things that, that you wanted to do. Daniel Jones needs to be able to make 15 throws from the pocket without without somebody hitting him. Um, the running game needs to be actually a diagnosed running game, not Daniel Jones trying to save his own life. Like, those kind of things on offense. Defense, I want to see some sacks, man. I want to see some pressure. I want to see Kayvon Thibodeau get after it. Those are the things I need to see. Score-wise... Give me, give me, um, give me twenty eight seventeen. But all those other things I said just happened. Happened at this point. A win's a win. Seven three, and I'm happy. Fifty five to forty two, and we can make it work. However, you get get those things where you can see the growth that was happening last season happen this season. Evan Neal not looking like he's on rails. Or, or roller skates or ice skates or whatever. Those kind of things are what you see. And most importantly, is Andrew Thomas going to be healthy? I need that too. All right, so we're not too far away on this. My number was double digits as well. I thought, okay, 27-17 would be good for the Giants. But then, oh, hang on. 
That's three field goals. That means you weren't good enough in the red zone, the money zone, the green zone, everything. It's within the 20-yard line plus now, we're going to call it because it's getting different names now. The Giants in week two have to figure out how to run the plays called by Brian Dayball to what it should be. A a second and six is going to get you seven here. Uh, A third and four is going to get you the first down and move the chains a little bit. The third and second down, 10 and third and 12 pass rush is going to get you the pressure on Dobbs that you need. Because execution, one of the coach's favorite things, how well are we executing what was called? None. Well, Jim McKay, I believe the late Jim McKay, someone check me on that. Uh, the former Buccaneers GM was once asked about the Buccaneers execution. And he said, I'm for it. What do you think of the execution of your offensive line? I'm for it. Yeah. So I would hope that the Giants can figure all that out by Arizona. They are a double-digit better team than the Cardinals, who should more than likely have the number one pick in 2024. So can the offense run the way Dayball's drawn it up since he's been the head coach? Can the defense put pressure with a solid defensive line and make Arizona Sunday a nightmare when they match up against the Cardinals? So you and I are feeling the same things. Nothing that was last night, what we saw last season, limited turnovers, that's what you need. That's good for the Giants. They don't have to win by 35. They don't have to win by 40. That'd be nice. I'd like to like I'd like you to look better than Washington. That's what I'd like. If that first half is bad. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the I must call them the old name, the Commanders. If they look like the Commanders did in the first half, oh boy. It's going to get real loud at Rivers. Giant fan, just hand your phone off to somebody else because it could look brutal if they have a first half like Washington did. And it could potentially happen, but that's how New York gets better. The Evan Neal thing, here's the thing about Evan Neal that I'm a little bit more concerned about than even some Giant fans. This is going to sound like I'm picking on him because physically his body's kind of weird. Why not? Dallas did. Right. Like, Evan Neal's body's weird. And this is someone who's six foot two and has 28-inch legs who was saying how weird Evan Neal's body looked. But remember when he's coming out of Bama, he's what, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and he's about 3'10", but his body looks like he's 220", because it's so thin, and by thin I mean like you got some offensive linemen with some big old cabooses. You know, you got some weight at the bottom a little bit. He's getting bull rushed so much where it's like, hey man, you either got to bulk up. I know you played at Alabama. I don't know if his body should be an offensive tackle in the NFL. He's had some decent moments, but I got real concerned where I'm like, I know he can move. I know he's an athlete, but they're just picking on the poor guy right now. So he's, he's the most a little more like a defensive end. Yes, I'm a little bit more concerned about Neil than anybody else from last night. That is the number one, like, boy, can he get some pizza in his butt or something? I I don't know what's going on with Neil because I don't know if this is actually his thing now at the next level. We're going to find out fast because, look, what what I actually, here's here's my, let me make this about me. (laughs) Let me me take this moment, Giants fans, while you are in pain and considering calling the Elevation 10,000 phone lines, but you also don't want to talk about this anymore. Let me make this about me. Gaz pointed out a while back, this is a very tough schedule for the New York Giants. And I was like, dude, I think everybody's looking at the New York Giants and our schedule's tough because the Giants are on them. Well, the Cowboys just said, no, that's not the case. You got to destroy the Cardinals because the next game you got after that, so you're at Arizona, then you're at San Francisco. Mm. And go ahead and ask Pittsburgh about San Francisco because San Francisco is real. Seattle, we saw their weaknesses. They're at Miami. Miami's going to score. They're going to score points. We, they, they look like they make. They could be the most prolific offense in the NFL this year. The way they're scoring, and also again, very frightening how many 
I mean, Miami fans were in L.A., but whatever. But it, it just it doesn't get easier. You, you need this Cardinals game to get some of your confidence back and to be the team that can go out there, ugly it up against the 49ers for three quarters, take them into the deep water, and possibly beat them in the fourth. That's the team that you have to be this year, clearly. Thought you were different. I don't see that now, but I do still see a team that could go out there, win some games. Do you you have them winning at all? No, no, no. No, you have I, them losing the Bills. Yes, in I the did. Super Bowl. Okay. Do you still have that? Oh, I can change already. Well, I'm saying if because <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Door number two, guys, is still I mean, open. Monty Hall. <laughs> the re- over, overreactions are real. You know. Do you do you want to? Give me a give me two more weeks. Yeah, right. I'm like very it. stubborn when it comes to my preseason picks. It's got to take a lot for me to jump off. I got two more weeks because if you, they look bad against Arizona and bad against San Fran, I can't make an argument anymore of how it's the Giants if it's San Fran and Dallas. Uh, barring yeah, barring a major major injury, you really shouldn't jump off after week one. I just I've heard enough people. When, uh, Dave, our sales guy, when I walked in and he's like, "What? Are, what happened?" I'm like, it's, "It's it's a game. It's game one. You saw it too. Dallas came in there looking to prove something. Now, I the fact that the Dak Prescott's pregame interview, he looked he looked kind of fierce. Yeah, he did. And the fact that he didn't have a single touchdown is like, <laughs> every mean face, buddy. Everything about that, like Dak's pregame interview. Even I know that there's usually goofy, like the. Uh, Tom Goslowski, Hobart College. When they yeah. do that, like, it's usually fun. Nobody on the Cowboys was laughing. Like even the pregame graphic, I'm like, all these guys are first and second round picks on this defense. I know all these guys that I'm not like the most diehard Cowboy fan there is, and nobody's laughing. No one's doing the Rand U or Marshawn Lit. It's like, oh boy, okay, yeah. yeah. They have come to play. This is no joke in Dallas. Tell me I'm crazy. But that was a Dan Quinn team last night, not a Mike McCarthy team for Dallas. You got to give McCarthy a little credit for 41 nothing. I Who deserves more credit? I'll give you 60-40 Quinn. 60% Quinn, 40% McCarthy. I'm not going to just... Look, I thought the Giants would win because of Brian Dayball versus Mike McCarthy. It's a 41 nothing game. I'm giving McCarthy a lot of credit. But Dan Quinn's defense he's built, he deserves a ton of it too. So 60-40. It, it, it felt like his mindset too. It didn't feel like McCarthy takes things a little lighter. That that, that team looked – I'll put it like this. If you told me Jerry Jones went into this season as I believed, looking at Mike McCarthy, looking at Dak Prescott and going – Proved to me this is your team and it should be. And I'm right about that. There was I didn't see a lot last night that made me go, I shouldn't hand this team to Dan Quinn. I shouldn't look at Trey Lance or whoever else to be my starting quarterback. After a 40, 40 nothing win, quarterback still only threw for 160 yards. And the offense, like a lot of that, a lot that 21 points, a lot of that came in garbage time, my friends. I'm just saying, defense special teams won the day. Defense special teams won the day for Dallas. Which, you know, doesn't make you feel any better, Giants fan. Except for the fact there still could be some craziness. Speaking of crazy, did you see Kadarius Tony? Yeah, I saw him. What this guy? So he deletes X and everything else because people are hurting his feelings after he single handedly, single hand of stonedly, cost KC the the winning game, the the a one and record. Came back just to taunt Giants fans, then deleted everything again. Said I'm out of here, but I'll be back. Stay tuned. 
so lame. I don't I don't get why anybody's a Tony fan. I know he's physically good, but uh, the worst graded performance by a wide receiver in nine years at the NFL. What a stat by Pro Football Focus on that. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Just yeah. So Giants fan. I'll say sucks. Just roll through it. Take the slings and arrows. Move on. To, you're on to Arizona. You're on to Arizona. We've got a new segment coming up here, LeVac. We've never done this before. Hopefully you listening right now will enjoy it. We are going to run the decathlon. That's Woo! right. LeVac and I oh, we stretch. are going to do the decathlon. We're going to touch on all the games. If you're a fan of a team we haven't mentioned that maybe usually doesn't get love, maybe outside of New York, we're going to run through all the week one headlines, what it means for the future. We're going to run the decathlon thanks to our friends over at DraftKings. But before we do that, we're talking about new 2024 vehicles are now in for you. They've been in there. Where, where have you been at Mohawk Honda? Ooh. Grab yourself a new ride, 2024. Maybe you've hit that big parlay, huh? Maybe you've been telling everybody you hit that 14-leg parlay. Get yourself a new ride over at Mohawk Honda. Tell them, I listen to LeVac and guys. I may have done some of their picks. I might have done my own. I don't care what it takes. Get that new vehicle for yeah. you. 2024. I love my pilot. I've Whoa. got what? You don't love the pilot? That's, I love uh, the pilot. It's great. You, that pilot is fantastic. That's not your pilot. That used to be your pilot. That is now as as the oldest male child in your house says, who 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 owns that pilot? According to my son Rex, mama's car. There it is. So why don't you get yourself a pilot now? One of my parlays has to hit first. <laughs> Head over to Mohawk Honda in Glenville. Tell your friends, tell your family that it's time now this fall to get yourself a new ride. Whatever it is, from daycare to school to the tailgate, the road trips and more, get yourself a vehicle you can trust. And have the bragging right of, this is the best car I've ever had in my life. You can have it thanks to our friends at Mohawk Honda, people you can trust during the car buying experience. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Sorry to John Lucas, who is a big, giant fan. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend over at Mohawk Honda. Decathlon coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hillcrest Golf Course reminds you to get out and enjoy golf in the Capital Region. Golfing is a fun, relaxing outing for all ages. Breathe fresh air, enjoy nature, gain some exercise, and meet new friends. Visit your local golf course. Their staff of professionals will be happy to assist you and get you started. This message from Hillcrest Golf Course, conveniently located with a driving range. 3428 Giffords Church Road, Princetown. Find us on Facebook, 518-355-9817. Announcing lifetime engine warranties only at GT Toys. Toys with a Z. Hi folks, Greg Goldstein from GT Toys. And you heard it right. Every brand new 2023 and prior model year, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Articat Motorsport will have a lifetime engine warranty for absolutely no additional charge. You've been planning on getting a jet ski, ATV, motorcycle, snowmobile, or side-by-side this year. We have literally hundreds of them in stock for immediate delivery. The very best selection we've had in years, and the deals are unbelievable. That's why we sell more than any other dealer in upstate New York. Motorsports in every size and shape you could ever want or need. And now, you get a lifetime engine warranty only at GT Toys. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine, located on Route 9 in Clifton Park, two buildings south of Walmart. And don't forget, we're open 24-7 at gttoys.com. Toys with a Z. Be dealer for eligibility and for details. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. 
Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after Top 4 at 4 every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Fall is just around the corner, and home is the center of it all. At Ashley, seasonal decorating's a breeze with their range of designs and materials. Snuggle up on a family-friendly sectional or an ultra-modern sofa. Or gather outside and enjoy the crisp, cool air with a new fire pit or conversation set. From minor refreshes to total overhauls, Ashley has the essentials to make your home fall functional and fabulous. Shop in-store or visit ashley.com today. Hey there, it's Craig Melvin from the Today Show. It's back to everything season, and that means everything is happening right here on Today. Coming up this week, football is back, and our team will be taking you inside the first Sunday night game of the NFL season. Plus, country icon Carrie Underwood is live in concert on our plaza, and Martha Stewart and Matthew McConaughey will join us in studio. Join us every morning on NBC because every day needs today. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy. Like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools. One bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Welcome to the future of electric driving, powered by Volkswagen and the all-electric ID4. We're answering all your questions on making the switch to electric, like this one in from Mike. I'm really worried about range. How far can I drive with a full charge? Mike, today's EVs deliver plenty of range, well exceeding the average daily miles driven by most Americans. And the EV charging network is growing every day. So, Mike, stop worrying and start dreaming about all the road trips to come. You can learn more at VW.com. Volkswagen is amping up production and availability of the all-electric zero-direct-emission ID4, now assembled here in America, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. The Volkswagen ID4 is something to behold. It's an SUV with clean aerodynamic lines, plenty of space, and lots of tech features. And did we mention it's all-electric? Test drive one today at your local Volkswagen dealer and help drive us all towards a better future. VW.com. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so we have never, uh, we've never done this one before. Basically, we, we've always tried to do a quick rundown of the big stories from the NFL weekend, and quick has always been an issue for us. So we've decided to, you know, when you look at Gaz and I, you think those guys are decathletes. So this is the decathlon, the LeVac and Gaz decathlon, and it is brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code WOFX. Let's, uh, let's run this thing. All right, first story in the uh, decathlon. I was going to just get, like, go back to the Giants, but I've decided that I'm going to take a quick victory lap with the first story. Okay. Of the two of us, one of us, both of the teams they have playing for the Super Bowl are undefeated. That's not you. That's me. The Jags and the Niners win. The Jags took a little while to get rolling, but then they got it going. Uh, but for you as part of this, just we talk about some 1-0 teams, I was a little shocked. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers got the big dub. Yeah. Uh, first, I'll go with Jacksonville first. Indianapolis had a chance to cover in that game, at least make it closer. Anthony Richardson, 
Learn how to slide. Trevor Lawrence told him, learn how to slide. You are not running over Vanderbilt Commodores. Commanders. God, I'm going to slip on that a few more times today. They're called the Washington football team now. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so Jacksonville looked good, especially Calvin Ridley back. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guess what? My guy, Chuck on Twitter. Where's my guy Andre and Troy? The Buccaneer fans who came Fire out. The Let me tell you something about the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Let me talk to you like L.A. Knight. <laughs> the biggest crowd of NFL fans in the 1 o'clock window was my fellow Buccaneer fans. That's the best team in the NFC South. You hear that, Doug, on GY and fellow Falcon fans? I'm sure we'll talk about them later. The Bucs could not have played better. On the road, 85,000, the skull chance. Doesn't matter. Don't care if Edison got in. The Buccaneers, the most impressive team, my team in week one, the best in the NFC South. Way to go, Baker. The only true part of that was there was a lot of Buccaneers fans at Rivers. There was a lot of you. However, we only got 10 stories. Let's roll into the next one. Um, listen, the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Packers prove they still love playing the Bears. 38 to 20 win. Jordan Love throws three touchdowns. Looks impressive. Looks like he's been there his whole life. Bears fans, good news, bad news. Good news. Aaron Rodgers is a jet. Bad news. Looks like Jordan Love is perfectly suited to own you almost as well as he used to. The Bears are a really bad franchise. They just are, <laughs> right? Like you have the 85 Bears. You had that one run with Rex Grossman. You haven't been a great franchise since those two moments, really. As for the Packers. You know, we just came off the Buccaneers story you mentioned. I got nothing on Green Bay that's bad. Jordan Love, awesome. Talk to our guy, Al, Big Al, here in the office. You're a Packer fan. I thought you guys were going to stink. I think there's a lot of storylines still left to be played involved with this Packers versus Rodgers thing. That's about as good as they can get for Green Bay. I know the story's out there that they were going for Jonathan Taylor. Glad you didn't make that move. That would have been stupid. That was not stupid in week one. Well done by Green Bay. They look like a force with Jordan Love. Very impressive, very impressive. Number three, the third event is the Rams. They get the Monty Python Award of the Week. Not dead yet! As they go out there and, and just handle business against the Seahawks. 30-13 to 13 in Seattle. I said it before. I was a little nervous when Cooper Cup went down, but I'm going to say it again now. They may not be the most balanced team out there, but their pros, their stars... Are that dang good. And when you got a dude named Puka going off, when Puka is one of the best receivers in the NFL all of a sudden, that just goes to show you there's some good things still left over there for those Rams. I was questioning how good of a coach Sean McVay was. Ew, I don't feel good about that take anymore. He's trotting anybody out there. Matthew Stafford thought this might be his final season. Still could be. But Sean McVay, week one, the biggest surprise of any result for me week one is that Rams-Seahawks game. Even though it's in division, that's all about Sean McVay. Hmm. Keep an eye on the Rams in week two. I'll just say that if you're an investor like LeVac and I are. And by the way, how could you not let me know about this Puka, dude? <laughs> Fifth round pick out of BYU. All of a sudden, that's a big deal. I'm fired up. Part of the uh, Puka power. Feels like I'm chasing Pikachu. <laughs> it's great out there. Number four, the Purdy's game. From a QB playing in the windy and rainy Northeast came from 49ers Brock Purdy. Two touchdown passes to Brandon Ayuk en route to a 30-7 win over Pittsburgh. I loved the way Pittsburgh's defense and offense was starting to come together. San Francisco pulled the old uh, the elite course on. Not so fast, my friend. There's a lot of stats out there about Brock Purdy and how good he's been in his first couple starts. I think it's now six or the 
QB rating, the touchdown numbers. He's had a historic start to his career. There's a reason why San Francisco believes in this guy so much. Here's what I took away from that Niner game. They are a heavyweight boxer with a knockout punch. Christian McCaffrey can break one off for 65 yards. Debo Samuel is an absolute freak on the outside. Bosa can just have a big-time sack strip. They are a knockout punch power team. And if they continue to have that, they will be the force and potentially make a lot of people look smart. It's the person across from me about being the 49ers as the favorite in the NFC in a Super Bowl team. What do you think about Pittsburgh? I got really confused by the Steelers because I thought they played a lot better in the second half than they did in the first half. That team I still have a lot of questions and marks about because that was two different teams in the first and second half. And the weird thing is, as much as I tell you, don't overreact about something that happened, like the Giants getting beat down. The thing about Pittsburgh that makes me nervous is people are pointing out that George Pickens is out there liking posts about how bad Kenny Pickett played. And if that starts happening and people start noticing, that's a bad thing. That's a very bad thing. Uh, moving on to good things. All he does is win and date porn stars, man. Jimmy G <laughs> leads the Raiders to a fourth quarter 17-16 comeback win in Denver over the Broncos. Sean Payton was pulling his old bounty gate crap. There were crowds of helmets hitting everybody under the sun. I guarantee there was some money thrown around in that game. But most importantly, here's the weirdest thing for you. I have always thrown around the stat that since he's been in the league, nobody has more fourth quarter and overtime comeback wins than Derek Carr winning drives. I felt more comfortable with Jimmy G on the field. He has got swagger. They had seven drives, only six of which were real drives. One was like a kneel down at the end of the first half, basically. Six drives wins the game. That's incredible, that stand. I'm thinking about your Raiders now. I believe it was Cam on Facebook who was already starting to talk trash to you back. Looking ahead. And I it's weird because the Raiders have become polarizing this season. I know the franchise overall, there's a lot of people, it's a national brand, no doubt, but you mentioned somebody at Tech East just converted to a Raider fan. Jillian here in the office loves Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, there are up, people you, you guys had that conversation about how good he looked. Remember her? Yeah. That's right. Uh people I think are joining the Raider bandwagon because of games like that, their performances and everything else. Denver is the rushing attack a lot worse than we thought? Russell Wilson, uh, I said I'd give him to the end of the month before I figure that out because it is a new offense, a new way with Sean Payton. That one feels a lot more about your Raiders, who are a really good team last year and just kept blowing games and blowing games. They didn't blow that one against an AFC West opponent. D- Divine Diablo is a name to keep an eye on, the linebacker for the Raiders. As you watch, first half, he looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Second half, he was like, oh, I just throw my helmet in there and get things done. All right, I'm going to do that for you. And one thing I will say, as much as the the bandwagon is pulling up, and you're all welcome into the nation. You're all welcome here. Diablo, Max Crosby. Are you guys just going for villain names and movies on your defense right now? Hey, listen. Don't start, and I won't be none. I think just as many people that want on that wagon are trying to put us down already because they know what happens when the nation wakes up, and they don't want no part of it because we're coming for you. It's going to be a thing. Uh, how about the Browns? Listen to Jamar Chase. That He heard them call them elves. They want to know why Joe Burrow deserved to be the highest paid player in the league for Cincinnati. And that being the case, they held Jamar Chase to five catches for 39 yards. Joe Cooled, not Joe Cool, 82 total passing yards as the Cleveland Browns win 24-3 over the Cincinnati Bungles. The biggest upset was the Rams. The biggest shocker, surprise, I don't understand what just happened is that whole thing. That was a terrible game. You and I kept looking over. We're watching a lot of that one at Rivers. We're like, 
Have they scored yet? Scott Hanson on red zone. That's a story for another day. He will hopefully be on with us later this year. A, anyways, uh, that was a mess. That You hope if you're a Bengal fan, that's the stinker of the season because the offensive line is better. They went out and got Orlando Brown Jr. The receivers are still there. Did Stefanski coach him up that well in Cleveland? That is the biggest I don't know what happened with Cincinnati. We'll find out how the Bengals look in week two. That the whole thing was a mess. No worries. We'll talk more about that game during the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge, I'm sure, because someone saw it coming. How about the Ravens, man? Ravens fans aren't celebrating a 25-9 win over the Texans because I'm hearing the word cursed out there. Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphreys, Ronnie Stanley, and J.K. Dobbins all leaving the game early with injuries. Dobbins tore his Achilles. That's the one we know for sure. He is done for the year. My nephew, a very big Ravens fan, literally texted me, I want to be excited about this win, but we have to be cursed. Nobody should have this many injuries in one game. Again, like this was 2022. Raven fan, you know this. Remember how many, they, they entered last year with like zero running backs on their roster. This is like New York Met baseball. How are they all getting hurt constantly? Is it training camp, the trainer, just hard-hitting football, the type of style they draft? This is happening over and over again in Baltimore. And Levac, those players you just listed off, like that's a playoff difference right there. Those are impact players. Huge. For sure. And I feel bad for Dobbins, by the way. That's a contract season. I don't know what his future looks like in the NFL, and it's just constantly an injury injury after a really good player in college. When we see what happens to running backs who are basically healthy, setting records, leading their teams, now you get a guy who hasn't been able to stay on the field. I would say he's definitely done in Baltimore. Is he done for good, we'll find out next. That was number seven. Number eight in decathlon, the reigning NFC champion Eagles survived a trip to Foxborough. Philly jumped out to a 16-0 lead in the fourth in the first quarter, only to find themselves in kind of a dogfight, holding out for a 25-20 victory. The stats will tell you that that Mac Daddy Jones was out there playing really well. But to be honest with you, if you take a look at the way that ball moved, I don't think this was a great Patriots offense. Good defense, as per usual. Better offense than last year. I think this kind of speaks to the Eagles taking them lightly and almost paying for it. You and I both like the Patriots in this game. I like the Patriots a little bit more than you did. They had their opportunities to keep that game closer. Mac Jones's early mistakes in that game with a really good team like Philadelphia is hard to fix. The story for me in that game is Jalen Carter, the kid from Georgia who constantly fell, fell, fell in the draft because they had the issues and I believe it was Drew Rosenhaus who had said he will be a top 10 pick. He was setting rookie defensive lineman records ever in the history of the NFL for pressures, quarterback hurries. I'm glad these are stats now in analytics in 2023. Right. So Patriot fan, be a little concerned about that offensive line, or we might see the start of an all-pro career in game one because of off-the-field issues with Carter, that defensive line for Philly. Woo! Very exciting. Number nine is, I mean, you... You went to a football game and a track meet broke out, too. Tyreek, Herbert, Austin Eckler, all going old-school shootout style in L.A. The Finns came out on top in what sounded more like hard rock than SoFi. I mean, that that game ends 36-34, and you would expect booze. You got cheers. So Dolphins fans taking over. I thought the Raiders were the ones who took over SoFi when, when they came into town. The Dolphins do it. And the Dolphins get the big W. The Dolphins are a true Super Bowl contender. I told you on Sunday, that's my ultimate pass game, stay away game, because so many odd things happen in that game with offensive explosive plays and more. If you're a Charger fan, 
there's an example of why it stinks to be a Charger fan. You feel like you've got the game won. Big plays are happening. If you wagered on that game, I told you to save your blood pressure and don't. Enjoy it as a fan. Both those teams look like playoff teams. Can I get a rematch? I'm actually down to watch that again, though, if we're going to see that type of high-powered offense. Dolphins, a true Super Bowl contender. And number 10, almost all the games are done, but the Hype Bowl has yet to be played. Tonight, the Jets will host the Bills in what could be the changing of the guard in the AFC East. And guess what, guys? You even get to watch it. That's, That's right. right. Come Take on. that spectrum. <laughs> Folded. Although details of it are skeptical right now, but it should be an awesome game between these two teams who also, in similar fashion to their fellow AFC East competitor, the Miami Dolphins, could be Super Bowl contenders. We'll see what these rosters, player results, and everything else happen when week one concludes later tonight. I can't recall this kind of hype about a game. In, in a, a week one game. I don't know the last time I saw this kind of nonsense. We've got ABC up here in the studio. Yep. Good Morning America has been out there for like six hours with everybody. Yeah. I get it's a cross promo and everything else with ESPN and more, but they're there. Uh, I dropped off my kid at daycare today. Everybody's in Bill's gear. Yeah. Jet fan, my cousin's in Gilderland. Hit me up about the Jets. There is so This has a playoff feel in a week one game. And it's going to be one of these teams walks away thinking they are the greatest on the earth and the other one walks away just completely abused by everyone. It's going to be one of those one of those it's a winner take all situation tonight. Of course, we got more coming up about that. We can talk about this deal a little bit if you will, and we have put off my favorite Martian. There's a lot still to do. A lot to do today, guys. But what you should do first is go to usxpest.com. I like how you did that, Levac, there with the finger. Like, again, yeah. a second L.A. Night yeah. reference. Everybody's saying. Everybody's saying. U.S.X. Um, so here's it's it's easy. Like, it's free. This is the best part of it, right? You go to USXPest.com. You schedule your free inspection. Tim comes out. You walk the area. You point out anything you might be an issue. He teaches you the stuff that is an issue or isn't. And then a plan is made. If you're like Gaz and I, you get the platinum package. I have confirmation from hanging out with Jogo. That's what I call Jordan Guzlowski, his <laughs> wife. The USX did, in fact, save your marriage. It did. She said that's a great thing to say. She said that part. That part I saw, <laughs> I heard it. Uh, USX Pass Control, however you're listening to the show, if you're listening live right now on the iHeart app, just pull up that second tab on your phone and be like, Man, LeVac and guys love USX Pass Control. Maybe there is something wrong with my attic. Hang on. Let me just call them real quick. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, same thing. Pause the episode right now. Just hop on, search USX Pest Control, schedule your free inspection today. It's going to help out your home, make people in your life happy. You can have more football parties to come and more. Make sure your home is safe and there isn't something going on that you don't even know about. Bring the experts in to help you like Tim, like Frank, and like LeVac and I did. It's you. SX Pest Control. And make sure you let Tim know that I call him the Guano Whisperer because I want to hear, I want to want to find out what it's like when someone else says it to him. I really, really do. <laughs> USX Pest Control. Uh, check that out today. Uh, so, so much, so, so much going on. So, again, like, we can talk about this deal a little bit if you'd like. We can get a little deeper and everything else. I'll cry about the Martian. It's all on the way. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. You're a winner. You are a winner. You're our winner. For more information about contests on this station, go to foxsports980.com slash rules. Don't struggle with the stress and anxiety of divorce or custody alone. Turn to the Caldwell Law Group. Our team of compassionate, experienced attorneys will help you navigate your divorce or custody issues. Get the help you need today. Visit caldwell-law.com for more info. 
Don't let your deck dreams hibernate through another winter. Take advantage of the fall season with a new Trex deck from Curtis Lumber. Trust the design pros to help you create a low-maintenance Trex deck, customized for your home, style, and budget. Trex composite decking is engineered for durability and lasting beauty. Summer is short. Don't wait. Curtis Lumber's professional designers are available now to transform your outdoor living space. Get started today at curtislumber.com. New BrakeBest Select Pro, professional-grade brake pads and rotors from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Klein tools are new at Lowe's, pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation for $319.94 and the Klein five-piece cushion grip screwdriver set for just $34.97, both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. Because Lowe's knows tools, Lowe's knows pros. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four at four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Hey, y'all, this is Ronte. And a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shintrees, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. LeVac, I'm wearing a weird coat today. I'm like, man, <laughs> Elevation 10,000 could have helped me today. Maybe you're prepping for so football. Much. You've got some local youth stuff going on. Maybe even at the high school level, you're looking for that new fall gear. Or you're looking to promote your brand, whether you're a small business, whether you're getting something going with partners and more. Digital marketing, branding. Do oh it God, with the professionals. I don't know if I'm supposed to. I won't give full details. That Christian nailed another pick with Texas Moneyline yeah. over the weekend? Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't even talking about that, but that also is good. Good for he is actually He's getting to the point where I'm going to have to stop picking on him at some point. Or if I do, that might ruin the mojo. I don't know. So, like, you know that our relationship with Elevation 10,000 has been in place since we got back on the air. And actually, before that, for me, um, a friend of ours ordered promotional items, and they came the wrong colors. They're not their colors. Ooh. That's never happened to me with Elevation. Nope. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, Ele- and I know you didn't use Elevation. Listen to the show. Listen to us. We're your friends. We're here to help you, whether it be your website, your apparel, your signs. Cross the T's, dot the I's. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. That person hears I said that, they're going to kill me. But again, they should have went to elevation. It's not my fault, okay? I'm in a way. I'm in a way right now. How can you have such a good day and a bad day all at once for me in the world of sports, right? I, I took a nice lead in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge, the NFL Challenge. I, um, I believe out of, out of the four people who matter for the money, I'm the only one who cashed. 
Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Could you say that again for the record, please? Come on, Patriots, just put it in! Yeah, uh, because, so I've decided what I'm doing, since we have $10, you have to do a minimum $5 bet when you're at Rivers. I'm doing five on the team, that the play that I like the most. And at that point, it was Cleveland plus one and a half. So five was was became uh, nine sixty five. So I won four dollars sixty five cents. I took the other five and I did Cleveland plus one and a half, Atlanta, Baltimore, and Jacksonville all on the money line. That became twenty one forty seven on top of it. So I am up. I'm up almost thirty dollars on the season. I don't know how you want to keep track of that. But uh, you can go ahead and start because Cantera had Jags, Titans, Niners, money line. I like that pick, but it didn't work out for him. Uh, Quinn had Jags, Bears, money line. Didn't work out. You. I had Cardinals to cover, uh, Ravens, money line, and Patriots to cover. $5, the triple money line all the way across. If the Patriots had hit, I would have cashed that second parlay. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? They didn't do that. There they you didn't. go. So we're all at $90 right now. LeVac is at $120 with the plus the math and the sense and all that stuff. In studio, Zach hit his Niners play. He has the Jets tonight. With us, Zach, he went He went big. He took big swings. He's He went for parlays, big parlays. He, he, he lost, but he took big swings. So if he hits one of these times, he'll end up making cash. Delia, Evil D. Look out for Delia, because I feel like she may be the rising star of this, that she just walked up, said, hi, everybody, I'm taking the Cowboys to feel good about it, and then walked off. Yeah. And a 41-point <laughs> winner. Wait a second. <laughs> Delia might have to get a Facebook and Twitter. What well, else? Making, making money out here. Kelly in Vegas. Best Delia. part is I look over and I go, you go on money line or the spread? And she looked over at Zach. She's like, which one's the one where I have to cover the number? I'm like, she goes, spread. I'm like, all right, spread. So <clears throat> she's, I mean, and then Gaz is giving her a hard time, telling her the pressure's on. She got to keep winning. I'm like, don't do anything different, because you know what I'm going to do. I'm riding that wave. She's got that newbie luck. She's got. She's gonna. Whatever she says next week, I'm in on. Remember that scene in The Water Boy with Vicky Valancourt? She's interviewed by Lynn Swan. She asked him the final score. <laughs> That's not a guess. That's what it's going to be. Yep. So all the people gave me a hard time in the office because uh, I did not do as well on the horse racing challenge. Which is weird because I beat you all the time in the horse racing challenges. I didn't beat you in that one, the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Cantera won the whole thing. He's got the trophy from Wards by Walsh. I would like those same people to line up right now and be like, congratulations on taking the big lead. I think that's the right way to do it. I think my strategy is sound. My picks are sound. I hit, did I hit, I hit a 16 teaser, too, for myself personally. Oh, it's in my bag. Okay. I, I bring that, I'll bring that with me on Sunday when we're there again at, at Rivers. Resort and Casino. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It was a nice week. Here we go. The only thing that hurt me yesterday as far as like my personal stuff, because here's the deal. Like if I tell you like this is what my play is, if I like a like a lock or a pick or any stuff, I'm going to wager on it. How much will depend on what my budget is at the moment, whatever. But I went into that Giants game at night and I was up well. Like I was I'm in I'm in a couple different, you know, ways of wagering at the moment. I was I had a nice little little boost going. I went big on the Giants. Oh no! I, went big on the, I should have just bet the same number of units on everything all day long. You know, you have, you start with X because of X. You know, you can bet Y per thing, whatever. Blah blah blah. No, no, I started with X. No, no, started with X. Won a bunch of Ys, and then I went, why not? And gave most of it back. 
I know we'll hit on this coming up here in the top four at four, but as much as I'm proud that OFX is representing well here on LeVac and Gaz, and hopefully I'll bounce back next week. I felt us close. You have to talk about Jason Dominguez, LeVac. I don't want I can't. I can't do it. I think there's some Yankee fans who are uh, looking around thinking, 52 minutes in, they got to, Dominguez. It is awful. Awful news for the Yankees. If you if you could draw up like a worst-case scenario for the season, I feel like the season has kind of been that. Because Garrett Cole should win the Cy Young. I think, you know, obviously there's a little bit of time left. But he's the favorite to win the American League Cy Young right now. I believe that'd be his first in his career, which is an amazing stat. So you got your ace, which is something that they haven't really had. It's been a couple, you know, no aces, a couple kings, some jacks, but never, you know, you've got a real ace who's going to win a Cy Young for you. Uh, Aaron Judge is coming off this beautiful MVP season. He gets hurt. He hasn't been himself. Stanton's been okay here and there. Torres has been your only, Clipper Torres has been your only consistent batter. All the old guys are messed up. Poor Anthony Rizzo's had a, a concussion he's been dealing with. All these things are happening. And then at the very end, the youth movement comes in. Austin Wells, Jason, the Martian, Dominguez, and they and, and they look good, and they bring energy with them and everything like that. And Dominguez tears his UCL. He's going to have surgery to clean it up. I, I appreciate the quick decision on it rather than mess with anything. Just get it, get going, get get the process done, start the healing process. But typically, you're talking about 10 months of no of no Martian now. So let's do that math quick. It's September. That would push him to July. So the all-star break next year. To give some Yankee fans a little bit of hope, Bryce Harper had this same injury, and he came back in six months. So it's possible. It may not be smart or the right thing to do or the healthy thing to do, especially if he's your future. But there is an outside chance that he could be back in April. And I don't know... It's hard for a Yankee fan to even make a take on that because they don't know how he's progressing. They're not watching the physical therapy. And this is the one other thing that I always have to remind fans about. Like, remember how the surgery progresses. You know, when is it? Is it tomorrow? Is it today? Yeah. There you go. Sometimes, I remember Saquon Barkley was an example of that, that he got hurt but didn't have his surgery until like six weeks after his injury. So the timetable there as well always matters. It's not a video game. It doesn't happen the day after they go on your IR on PlayStation 5. It's so difficult, too, because we're so informed now. Like, Back in my day, like you just hear like, oh, they're hurt. They're ready. They're not ready. Those were like, the, that was it. So you didn't have to play doctor. <laughs> What's up, lady? You, you just, the news was there and you went with it. Like we know so much now. How long a UCL tear surgery takes, how long this takes, how long. So like, I mean, Stefania Bell over on ESPN has made a great career of being able to tell you in close to layman's terms what's going on with these injuries. I'm trying not to do that with this one. Like, I'm hoping that, because, again, he's 20, so it's a little different. You heal faster at 20 than you do at 25, 30. He, he, we've seen some guys go six months. We've seen months. When you want him back, when you don't want him back. I'm just, I'm really going to try this time to just go, when they go, hey, we think he's, he's ready, and he comes out to just go, okay, go for it. Because if he comes back in April, my brain is going to go, oh, no. He's not really ready. If he doesn't come back in July, he's like, what happened? Why isn't he ready yet? While you're making those noises and being sad, what is sadder, actually? The Dominguez thing or Severino going back on the IL? Because that's likely the end of Severino's Yankee career. I almost feel like he just, it's good for get Severino out. You know what I mean? Just like almost, even though the season's not over yet, like look at this season like you would a game. He's He's been roughed up enough. 
Get him out of there. Get him out. Let him go. I, I wish nothing but the best for that guy. I, I've always liked Severino. I breaks my heart when he gets shelled in the first inning of big games. It's clearly in my mind the yips, and now which has maybe caused other issues. But at this point, I, Dominguez is the saddest thing because you just you envision having a legit all star caliber center fielder for an entire season. It's like, <gasps> ooh, and now it's like, well. <laughs> Esteban Florial's pretty good. Yeah, you want a little Esteban in your life? Be better. Could be better for you. So, yeah, the the Severino thing. I just, I just, I wish him the best. I would love if there was a way. You know, I don't know who the sports psychiatrist is who can come in and help him out, and he can come back. But I think that's that. And now they're talking about there's this uh, Japanese 25 year old Japanese pitcher that they're going to throw ridiculous money at. Uh, so maybe that, maybe just maybe the you know the future will come in and save the day that way, huh? I, uh, Maybe. <laughs> Let me have it. I don't know about the Japanese pitcher enough to put confident take in that. I don't. I never know about those. Though. Yeah, and that's been a Yankee thing forever. So, and, and now every team is doing it, but it seems seems a little more Yankee. Uh, got a message from from Lisa on Facebook. Lisa, diehard Empire fan, diehard Empire fan. She's she uh, she sent me a picture of uh, C four Skittles and C four Starburst. These any good? I'm like very. She goes, I'll have to try them. I'm like, you will. And you'll thank me. I love that this is happening to you and I. Getting questions about C4. You got that message from Lisa on Facebook. Uh, Dealer, give another shout out. She's like, you know, I went to the store the other day and I saw the C4 and I thought of you guys. Like, oh, I got to try. Like more and more people are talking to us about C4 and we love that. Shout out to Spence and everybody over at C4 because it's a part of our daily routine, LeVac. I had this morning another (laughs) orange for me. Very tasty. Yep. LeVac, you, you and I were talking about it on Saturday as well. You talked to my wife, and she said, done with coffee. C4 is the way to go to start my morning. Yeah, she's, that, that was the, she gave me that speech while you were – she made you go pump gas, and she goes, I just need you to know what Thomas said to me. He's done with coffee. I go, well, he barely drank coffee. Yeah, but he loves C4. I'm like, I know, I know. She goes, it was very nice of Spence and, and everybody to give him as much as they did. And I go, yeah, well, now he's just kind of not sucking the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge, and everything will be great. My favorite was I walked in with the C4, and they gave us a couple cases, which is awesome. And my daughter goes, oh, we got more C4. I'm like, we ain't got none. I, I have more C4. You worry about you. If you want C4, you can go to Stewart's, and you can get yourself the orange, the grape, or whatever you want. I got mine. That's it. Uh, top four or four coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. What will you find?